Hello and welcome and good evening to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And tonight we have two Asian sensations. That's right, it is. <laughs> it is Chipagetti TV and Danny Racing. Good evening to you both. Hey, good evening, guys. Good evening. Yo, hi. Now, Chipagetti, I'll go with you first. You have been requested for a long time on this show. People who have been watching have said, you have to get Chibaghetti on your show. You must do it. You must do it. So we finally got you on, and uh, we're here to see exactly what you're all about. And in the title, of course, I, I, I only thought it was just you. But literally minutes before we started, your good friend Danny Racing came on and said, I want to come on the show too alongside. So we got it sorted go. out. And now we have two for the price of one. So it's good to see you both uh, here on the show tonight. And I know it's nine o'clock over in the Philippines. Uh, it's probably even, is it later than that in Malaysia? Um, but uh, it's going to be great to see you all. And feel free to put your comments in the chat. And welcome to everyone who is watching from all over the globe. I will start with you, Chibagetti. How did your sim racing and gaming uh, career begin? How did it all start? Well, for me, I mean, really, I mean, I just absolutely loved the cars you know i just fell in love with the cars when i was just a little little boy and um it just simply progressed from there um starting with collecting um you know those small matchboxes the hot wheels and then it all started uh, with that alongside video games and uh, it just took off from there so yeah and have you played lots of um, like GT sports throughout the years and things like that? Um, in, in terms of Gran Turismo, I started playing Gran Turismo when GT won. So mm. um, I've been loving the franchise ever, ever since I bought Gran Turismo 1. And uh, I would like to say that, you know, Gran Turismo has probably changed a lot in my life, influenced mm. a, lot of, uh, a lot of stuff in my life. Yeah. And uh, I won't be who I am today, if not for the influence of Gran Turismo. So really very important thing that happened in my life there. So, yeah. Wow. And is it just Gran Turismo that you like to play or do you play other racing games as well? I do play uh, um, some other racing games, but the main priority right now is really um, GT. Mm -hmm. But I do play um, some of the other games, but not really as much as I play GT. So, yeah. Yeah. And how about you, Danny? How did your love of gaming and how did your kind of gaming career begin? Well, it kind of started also when I was young, probably when I was like four or five. You know, I got my first PlayStation, which was PlayStation 2. And back in the day, I used to play like um, Formula One games. Um, I, I wasn't like most of the other Grand Turismo competitors who played all the GT because I used to play a lot of Formula One games at like F104, 0506, and then the Codemaster series. So I was originally from from that um, you know sim racing background. And mm. I started to get really serious into sim racing as in becoming a, a pro sim racer in 2018. So quite recently, actually, two years ago, um, when I first started college. And um, yeah, I wanted to, I really liked um, you know, uh, seeing F1 2018, how real it looked, and I just wanted to get more involved in uh, sim racing overall. And I want to be, and I want to learn how to be competitive um, early on. So 
yeah. and then I got introduced to Gran Turismo, uh, specifically Gran Turismo Sport in the beginning of 2019. And I was instantly blown away by everything about Gran Turismo Sport. So I started to play a bit more Gran Turismo and then I got my uh, PlayStation 4 and and then I just put in the hours, you know, putting the hours into increasing my skill level, my driver rating and competing and just, just learning, you know. I'm trying to mm. learn as much as I can to how to be the fastest wow. among, among the fastest. And yeah. um, here I am today. Um, yeah, uh, it's been a long journey. And it's still, that's, it's just the beginning. That's fantastic. Well, we'll get into your pro sim racer experiences in a little while. And I'll come back to Chipagetti. Now, you have got a phenomenal channel uh, there, Chipagetti. It is, it is like, it's kind of like a pop idol. And the way that you do it, when you have your pictures of the girls dancing away in the background there, uh, and I thought, this is like nothing I've ever done before. And then she, so. <laughs> I love the women. Don't, that, don't get me wrong. I just absolutely love the women. So um, it's, it's, you know, the beautiful women all across the world are my motivation. So I do all the things that I do just so that we can satisfy those very sexy women. So I love them. I love them. Shout out to all the women watching. I love you all. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you've got, like, you've got an, a massive following as well on Facebook, 171,000 um, following on Facebook, which is huge, um, and uh, which really says something. But how, how has it all come about? How did you manage to be so successful um, on social media? I mean, um, in terms of being successful, I don't really consider myself as somebody that's really absolutely, you know, um, successful or anything. Um, I want to consider, um, what do you call this? Me, just just an average Joe, you know? I mean, everybody that, um, if anybody would like to talk to me, anybody would like to hang around with me, you know, you're, you're free enough to do so. I don't want to think yeah. of me as somebody like a celebrity or something like, you know, something like a big guy that you couldn't even approach at whatever. Um, and uh, with that being said, um, what what is my term? Probably the question best to ask would, to me would be, what would be my definition of success? Maybe. Yeah. That right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so if, if I'm looking, if we're going to be looking at success, for me, um, I think, the most important thing is the failures. Mm -hmm. If without these failures, you wouldn't be who you are today. It wouldn't make you the man that you are today if not for the failures that you've experienced in life. All the shit that you've experienced. Um, sorry for the word, by the way. Sorry no, for the right. word. No, but I'll just, just being, yeah, we're just, we're just being um, absolutely, completely yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for me, it's, uh, for you to become really successful, you have to do, you have to have a lot of failures mm -hmm. and those failures will make you a better person, whether you'd be racing, whether you'd be a businessman, whether you'd be whatever it is that you're going to be doing. Yeah. So yeah. I think the failures are very important. So yeah, that's my definition of it. So yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, that is, that is very good. And I, I think that's the thing because when we go sim racing, so many of us, when we play GT Sport, we want to try and do as best we can. We want to try and do well. And we try and maybe race fair. Or we might not race fair. We might be a bit dodgy here and there. We've all we've all had our moments of, 
of of anger, aren't we? If someone does it, <laughs> are you admitting to that? Are you admitting to that? To begin with? But, uh, <laughs> I uh, I will retaliate on those that will that will destroy my race. So <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm completely honest. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's that's the thing. But we're all trying to get faster and trying to do better. And it's very true because you learn from your mistakes, don't you? When you first start on GT Sport, you start at the bottom. You start at the back of the grid, and you're learning to get faster and quicker. And eventually you, you, you manage to do, you know, get to hopefully where you want to go. Where is your target, Chubaghetti? Where is your target um, on GT Score? What would you like to be achieving for that game? Well, for me, um, um, like I said earlier, um, Gran Turismo has influenced my life um, quite quite a huge amount. You know, um, I've, I've had opportunities in Gran Turismo... Um, for quite a long time, so if if I'm allowed to share some of the yeah. experiences, um, yeah. I've been part of the 2015 GT Academy. I was um, oh. a Philippine representative. I went in, I went there in the UK um, back in 2015, um, representing Philippines for uh, GT Academy, and then um, I also had an opportunity back in 2018 to go into into the world tour in Salzburg, but unfortunately got disqualified because I was Filipino um, and that we were not allowed to participate, but that's okay. Um, and then just recently, I think just yesterday, I am actually going into the Porsche, uh, Porsche Asia Pacific final. So... Wow. Um, me and Danny, actually, me and Danny have qualified to be in the final. So, Fantastic. um, it's, it's, uh, and, and then there's a couple of, couple of other things like this one right here. This is like, uh, this, the Toyota GRGT in 2020, where I, uh, oh, yeah. got the championship, uh, wow. and got to, and, and I was racing in the regional finals too. So lots of things happening in Gran Turismo sport. It's really quite a good, you know, really good experiences, um, good opportunities, and uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's such yeah. a, it's such a great game, and of course now GT Seven is not too far away, um, and in March the twenty second for the launch certainly here in the UK, and we can't wait for that. Uh, but what are you kind of expecting for GT Seven? What would be your your kind of hopes um, for the game? Um. I'm hoping for more uh, competitions. That's that's one number one. More competitions, um, more uh, more FIA races. I would I would assume, and mm -hmm. uh, those will those will probably open up new opportunities once you know GT Seven comes out and we try and compete in those competitions. So the goal, the main question is the goal, right? So what would what yeah. is the goal? What is the goal? The goal, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the goal is. The goal is to be a better driver. So hmm. the goal is actually just to be a better driver and uh, give give the give our fans a good show every time we go racing. So that would be the goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Be, now, yeah. We've we've got lots of good questions coming in here, and I will I will get round to them by people who are watching and and, and uh, commenting in the chat. And they've said, is Danny going to get interviewed as well? And I said, yes, we will. We will manage it. 
I'm just trying to fit it all in and, and go from question to question. So, yes, we are. But hopefully no one's going to feel left out. I'll do my best uh, to get round to Danny as well. Um, but uh, there's got a few quick questions here. Uh, and uh, one is from TTR Benson. And he says, you have to ask Chuba about Benny Barocca. <laughs> Benson, you naughty, naughty boy. Benson, you're a naughty boy, Benson. <laughs> I have no idea what any of that is about. So <laughs> we can we can skip that one. We can skip that one. Skip that one. Okay, we can so skip that one. We can skip that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly not for publication. That ben, is fine. Benson, he doesn't, Hugh doesn't know anything about it, so. Now, you've been asked uh, about his, uh, yeah, to ask about your real life racing. Uh, what is the race car in his garage? Now, you must have an interesting racing car in your garage. That must be oh. sport. So, so, yeah, I have a, um, a Honda Civic Type R in my ah. garage. So that's um, it's actually, well, should I say it's quite heavily modified with only ah. two seats, everything stripped off of it, um, race suspension put in. Um, the motor is actually um, built for the track, um, and uh, well, it's it's quite hard to drive it every day since uh, mm. since it's a race car. So yeah, oh, wow, <laughs> yeah, that's a mess. That yeah. <laughs> That sounds fantastic. That uh, and quickly uh, from Stephen Scott, he said, "Did Chupa take dance lessons?" Now, what? <laughs> what? I suppose because maybe he sees. Yeah, exactly. He sees all your dancing girls on your. Oh, on your oh video. yeah, of course. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. I mean, I'm so sexy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a bit like a Filipino pop idol. Is that is that the kind of? <laughs> I mean, no, 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 I'm not a pop, I'm not a pop <laughs> idol. I'm just a wannabe, you know. I'm just a just a just a lousy wannabe pop idol. So yeah. <laughs> now you'll be relieved. You'll be relieved to know, Danny. I'm not going to ask you the same questions. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You'll be, you'll... What if What if Danny dances for all of us tonight? No, that's going to be super sexy, you know. I can't if we dance, see Danny dance right. tonight, that's going to be. That's going to be absolutely funny. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I can't dance. I apologize in advance. To the that, I can dance. That's know? all right, Danny. I am completely with you. I can only dance under very poor disco lighting. But on a sim racing note, what makes you, Danny, so fast? Because to be a pro sim racer, you've got to be incredibly fast. What would be your tips? Um, for people watching as to how to get faster? Uh, mainly, um, when people ask me this question, um, in, in terms of Grand Turismo specifically, I always tell them to watch the top 10 times first. Always mm -hmm. watch that. While you watch the top 10 times, always take note of every braking input, every steering precise inputs, what gear you use at the corner, and also look at the speedometer. You got to see what kind of speed you got to take into the corners. Um, say if you're in specific cars where um, it, they have a different type of gearboxes, look at the safe points, when to save. And um, yep, just analyze every small detail because those crucial details would help you improve your lap times and 
just just um lap as much as you can but also try and make as much improvement as you can while you lap the more improvements you make the the more consistent you can be um overall hmm. excellent no it's really good now for the both of you there um I, there's my message from mr cuts fanboy but unfortunately mr. It seems to be, cuts uh, fanboy what the what yeah, the he is speaking easy, in a different easy. language, so I'm not sure what he's saying because it's in a different language. But oh, if any of you okay, can recognize okay. the language that he's talking in, then we can ask the question. I'm sure I, I, I will have to go to I will have to go to the uh, to the broadcast on my phone. Wait, 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 wait. I have to go and check it out. <laughs> Mr. Cuts fanboy. Who Mr. the Cuts hell? Fanboy. Who the hell? Wait, wait, wait. Oh. I have to ask. I, what I language is it? That... What what language is it? I'm not I sure. Think it's it could Jack, be Norwegian or address to Nick. Nick. Yeah, Nick. Ah, so, ah, another Nick. Oh well. Oh well. I just oh. didn't have a... <laughs> Well now we, we can oh. now someone has asked here. Let me just quickly go back to that. Uh, uh here we go. Uh will there be Chipagati? Will there be a karaoke stream? Karaoke stream. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know. I haven't I haven't thought about it yet. But karaoke stream that hmm, interesting. Mm. That could mm. I could add that could mm. add to the atmosphere mm. of your one when you win a race. Oh. But uh, <laughs> that's also, gonna be that's gonna be something else. That's gonna be something else, I guess. <laughs> and ERM Nick has said Danny needs to sing a Miku song. I don't know why I'm oh. not I, I, I'm not I'm not a good singer. I I, I can't sing. Sorry. Oh dear, oh. Danny, you can't sing, you can't dance. You're admitting that on live TV. My goodness <laughs> me, you know. <laughs> but you're a pro sim racer, and you can win all these races, which is something. But I don't know everything. It's I still it's still a learning process, you know. Yes, I can compete, but in a high level. But every I I'm still learning, you know. It's, I'm learning how to still get faster because it's not the it's not the finish line. It's just every, every day is still a starting line. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the thing. Now, for the both of you, I'll I'll start with Chipagetti. You obviously you've got you were telling us about your 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 Honda Civic Type R race car that you that you run around in. Um, but for the for racing all for doing all these racing games, was part of your motivation that you thought, well, if I do well in these games, just perhaps we might have a chance to have a go in real life and race as well um, or has that maybe happened for you um so for for people that don't know um um how can i say i used to be a racing instructor for oh, a wow. racing school here in the philippines so i've worked with them for around eight years eight and a half years as a senior racing instructor so um if if you guys are wondering if I have any um any tor any like sort of background in real life uh -huh. driving, mm. real life racing, um I think I have a few. Yeah, <laughs> I wow. I, have a few. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have a few. So uh um I used to that that used to be my work. That used to be my job uh back then when I was still younger. Right now I'm just absolutely well, an old an old fart, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 yeah i mean um i've been doing it for really quite a quite a good amount of time already um in my life um mm -hmm. ever since i was a little boy um the cars are usually just around me 
you know yeah. um yeah. i was i was the type of guy that didn't really finish school so i didn't actually mm. finish school um for for everybody to know um i never got to finish my studies never graduate and i didn't even graduate anything you know i am a bs macho dancer you know <laughs> bachelor of science in macho dancing that's that's cute <laughs> that's that's me so um um i never got i never really got to the 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 luxury of uh of uh, finishing school graduating and everything um but um i used to really struggle a lot in my life back back then and probably until now i really really just struggle and mm. um and um a part of me growing up and until where i am today cars you know it's just i've been always been revolved around the cars mm. the games and uh i'm just very happy you know i'm just a happy guy trying to to shake my body and uh just you know having having a lot of fun with the cars and the video games and uh with all the people that i get to meet so yeah yeah absolutely now here's a great question from ernest Gu guevara for the both of you um mm. uh, it says, uh, what would you name your sexiest car in your GT Sport garage? What? No, I let Danny go first on that one. I let Danny go first. <laughs> the sexiest no. car in my garage. Well, the sexiest car in my garage would be my favorite uh, car in sim racing, which is the Red Bull X Training Competition. I'll probably name it Hatsune Miku. I name it after. I'm not surprised. I'm not yeah. surprised. Why am I not surprised? What the? <laughs> I, you know, it's it, simple. It's simple. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but you guys probably wouldn't want to know mine. You know, you guys probably don't know. You guys probably won't be interested to is know. It broadcastable? What... Is it? <laughs> it? It is. It is. It is actually broadcastable. It, it's right, then... YouTube legal. It's YouTube legal, so um, but I don't think you guys are interested about it. So, but for those who are interested, for those who are interested to know, um, it's the Samba bus. Ah, uh, yeah, the Samba bus. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's the Samba they bus. They are fun. They are they're, fun. Actually. They're bloody fun. They're yeah. absolutely bloody fun. And you guys know, you guys probably know what I would call the bus. <laughs> oh, you guys would you guys would know what i would call the bus we can leave that to our imaginations for sure yeah. <laughs> you guys you guys know you guys oh oh you guys you guys know i'm sure you guys know oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> now, now tofer tejada has commented saying karaoke streams with the dancing girls Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be with all the beer. With all the beer, yeah, we're definitely gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they are and Ari Shadow has said Samba Bus Rally is where it's at. Have you tried it on dirt tires? The Samba Bus on dirt tires no. doing a rally track. Oh, it's no. great fun. It's lethal. No, I haven't. It, I haven't. It's great fun. That um now and here's a good question, a very sensible question from Iron Mike. Is this to both of you? How important is the racing equipment that you use? I'll start with Danny. Yes, so um, that's, that's a very good question. Currently, I own a Trustmaster TGT, which I've had for two years. And of course, um, I previously I've owned a T300 and started off with a Logitech G29. And 
um, and the, and the TGT beats those two uh, wheels uh, day at, night and day, you know, because it's um it's the best ever wheel for Gran Turismo, and it, you can really feel the the handling of the cars, and you can feel you know the weight, the tire wear, everything. It's just it's just one hundred percent perfection, and you really help improve your pace uh, compared to the other wheels, which might not have the same feedback correlation. Yeah. Uh, between the game and uh, and the Trustmaster TGT being built specifically for Gran Turismo Sport and Gran Turismo Seven, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's just um, beyond perfection because it has all the all the specific motors and everything which help generate the accuracy in terms of the feedback, uh, so you can really understand um, how to drive certain cars in the game and to be fast with it overall. That's why I see I've got a G29 pedals and, and steering wheel, and that, now I'm I'm blaming that completely on why I'm so slow. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I started out on the, on the G29 as well, and I, I yeah, but I was quite new back then, so I wasn't. yeah, it does definitely definitely say loads load cell pedals seem to be all the all the the top guys seem to say that's what you need, doesn't it? You need load cell pedals. And a good wheel that that, that can. Kind of I just got stuff. that one. I just got those pedals, and um, right now I like it's only five days old, and uh, it's it's. I'm I'm telling you, it's. Uh, I I can attest to that. I came from the normal pedal, and yeah. uh, and then just five days ago, I got the uh, I I got the uh, TLCM Thrustmaster load saddle uh -huh. pedals installed, uh -huh. um, and uh, I noticed that there's a big improvement on my end, especially on um tire degradation uh right. i'm yeah. saving i'm saving a lot of tires right now i can trail brake more i feel much more of the uh of the car because i'm very limited with the t300 i mean it's not mm -hmm. like the tgt because we yeah. don't have it here in the philippines um yeah. um and uh, with the tlcm pedal i actually i think i think i'm not sure but i think i actually am improving so yeah, but but it's still fairly new. It's less five days old, so mm -hmm. still taking yeah, a while to try to understand them. So yeah, I saw your video with that one, and then you know, the picture that you had of the box mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. of the pedals coming. So that, that's the thing I need to get next is load cell pedals, um, because I think that would that would help an awful lot. And eventually I'll get get a new wheel too and get a better setup. But mm -hmm. um, this one, obviously, I've got the the play seat challenge. I've had this for mm -hmm. four years. Mm -hmm. With the whole setup, and it's it's such it's so much more realistic. It makes the game so much right. more fun when you're not playing on a pad and you're actually got the whole the wheel and the pedal yes. living to kind of make it work. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of almost a breakthrough when you get it, the, the kind of revelation of, of what it's like. Um, but um, but here are I've got some more questions for you. Um, now here we are um, uh, from Hans Serox B1 Jammy. Uh, yeah, from Hans. He says, will you do an Asian Sensation Racing School in GT Sports, Chibagetti? Asian Sensation G Racing School? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea how to do it. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> and, I have uh, no clue how to do it, but let's see. Let's see. Good work. Well, let's see. And, I, and also, here's a good question for you. This is for, for, for Darren as well. Uh, but I'll, I'll put it out to both of you. Um, uh, tips for saving tires. Um, that Ooh. is uh, ERM Nick has asked that one. 
tips for saving tires. I, I think I'll, I'll answer that. Um, yeah, tips for saving tires. Um, first of all, um, okay, I'll. That, that's a. This is a two-part answer. The first part would be if you are in a FR car, to uh, ideally you want to save the the front tires more, since mm. the the weight of the since the weight is towards the front, so the so the front tires would be uh would be taking a lot more of the beating in terms of the tire wear so so my advice for saving tires on fr or even uh ff cars would be to um shift the rear big bias to the rear and mm -hmm. and also uh brake smoothly um in the heavy braking zones to avoid putting a lot of pressure on the front tires uh, in the race and especially yeah. if you're in sit stream, you can, you know, trail brake, uh, don't, don't smack on the brake, you know, just have yeah. a smooth braking input, uh, to not, uh, to actually push up the tires as well. It's it, the same technique can apply in like mid engine cars or four wheel drive cars. Um, except that in the, uh, mid engine cars, uh, where the engine is towards the rear of the car, you, you have to use like the bring the brake price towards the front so you um avoid you can brake hard um while with while not putting so much pressure on the rear tires so you can still have better traction without um, having the risk of wheel spinning and just be very very gentle with your steering inputs uh mm. for both fr and mr as well um yeah. and if you're in a four-wheel drive well um, it's the same concept for um, FR cars, you know, with, by using the rear brake bias, um, except also you have to brake gently as well and not turn the wheel so much in the medium to high corners where you have to lift and or brake sometimes. Mm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, th those, those are quite a number of techniques you can use to save the tires, especially in high tire races where, you know, in group four, you know, you have like the alpha and the Megan Trophy being OP on the tire wear. So you have yeah. to fight those cars all the time. <laughs> aye, aye, because they are very strong, aren't they? But uh, no, that's fantastic. Well, I'm sure those watching will have their notebooks out and they've been taking notes um, to get it. In fact, ERM Nick says, thanks for that. He's obviously made, he's written down everything you've said. Um, so now he knows what to do. But uh, I'm going to move on and ask another question to Chippagetti. Now, Chippagetti, you you were a, a driver coach before. You were obviously doing race coaching back in the Philippines. Now, this must be an absolute uh, minefield of great stories if you've been teaching people how to race. Now, you must have had some extremely scary and crazy drivers that all Oh, yes. Oh, I'm a racing yes. Driver. Oh, yes. Oh, Let's yes. See. What uh, tell us some of your best stories of some of the craziest people you've had to teach? Oh my god, you know, I've I've um, the it's it's always scary, okay? It's always scary when I have a female student, it's always scary. <laughs> I just I don't want to say that they're that they you know, I just don't want to say anything negative, but I'm just always scared that when I'm gonna be teaching a female. And that I have to ride along with her inside the car. So, <laughs> so um, what? One of my inside our race cars before that we uh, that we use. Um, I have a brake pedal on my on my side on the passenger side. So yeah. if in any case that I think or I feel that my student 
is not is actually driving dangerously or is driving um you know like a whack that i need to slow the car down you know i have to absolutely slow the car down so um there was one time that i was teaching this this um this girl this female student okay now um you guys know me i love the females okay i love them and uh, she was absolutely pretty gorgeous okay this girl is absolutely pretty gorgeous um and uh, she's been she's she has been a regular you know i've been teaching her for the last two months i believe before before whatever it is that i'm going to tell happened so um she's always requesting me to be her instructor because i was the i was the guy that groomed her uh for the last for the for the past two months that she's been you know going with the school and um uh, and uh, there was this one time that she says, um, Terrence, you know, my real name is Terrence, by the way, if you guys don't know. So um, she was asking me, um, Terrence, is it possible for you to ride along with me? Because I want to show you something that I think I've learned, you know, something that I think I've discovered. Um, and then because, because um, for the last, like, Two weeks before that, I was letting her go alone. I was only monitoring her via radio, in-car yeah. radio, right? And the camera. So um, with that one, she says that she discovered something new and she wants to share it with me. So, so okay. I had, I had you know, I, I rode along, strapped my, you know, wore my overalls, wear my helmet, uh, got me strapped into the seat and everything. And um, this was in the morning, like the first, the morning, as in the morning, morning, morning. So the track is absolutely dusty. It was absolutely dusty, all right? And uh, she didn't know that at, at the first, well, when you start the day, going to the racetrack at the start of the day, and the racetrack, by the way, is, uh, what do you call this? Um, near a uh, construction facility, so there, you really there's a lot of dust really blown on the on the track. So I told her, okay, so whatever it is that you're going to show me, I just want you to know before we drive out the pits, you have to take it slow because the track is slippery. There's a lot of debris and uh, a lot of you know fallen trees, you know the the leaves. So it 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 makes the track slippery. So. Okay, she went out. We went out. We went out. First lap was okay. You know, she said, you know, Terrence, I think I want to push it now. I think I want to push it. And I I'm telling her, okay, just drive around 80% because, you know, we. I still felt that the track is still is yeah. still not not on the, on the right conditions where you really want to push. You know, it's not yeah. fully green yet. So, yeah. oh, my God. She just, after the first corner... She went for it. She went for it. Literally went for it. Went nine thousand RPMs on the car. You know, paddles shifted, shifted the gear, and the next corner was a chicane. Now the chicane looks like looks like a bus stop. You enter at around fourth gear, around roughly 200, 215 to twenty k's, and then you 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 step hard on the brakes. You have to slow it down down to second gear. To try and make the corner. So when she stepped on the brakes, 
fuck the brakes locked. It locked. It it locked and she braked at around 80 meters. So I was like I was like in my mind it's like okay what the what the what the hell? What the hell? You know? What the hell? And you know you I mean the seat belts on a race car is like your you know it's a harness, right? So yeah. I was like and then and I instantly stepped on the brake and then knowing that we had nowhere to go and we're going to be crashing into the tire barriers. When she turned in, I instantly flicked the handbrake so that the car would, <laughs> so that the car would spin or else we're not going to make it. You know, we're not going to make it. We're going to destroy the car. And, and of course, since I'm sitting inside, I'll be liable. So I, I gotta make sure I gotta I gotta I gotta whack the handbrake and add this and add this you know and then and I, and I told her I told you you know be easy you know easy peasy easy like Mister Cuts easy peasy so yeah I mean that's one of the scary things and then um, I also had an experience where um, teaching a young a young lad you know teaching a young lad. This young lad came from karting, um, wanted to try touring cars. Okay, specifically, it's a Ford Focus, a Ford Focus touring car. Um, he came from karting um, and uh, wanted to go into touring cars. So we had a program before wherein the new guys get to try like a, an autocross, so that it's low speed. You know, they they try to feel the car and everything. Um, but apparently, um, on, during that autocross, when I was teaching him, there was, there was a corner there. If you, if you really overshoot it, you fall down the ditch. Goodness. Yeah. 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 You fall down the <laughs> ditch. I mean, that's the part of the track. I mean, you know, yeah. um, and I, I, I actually told them to, you know, I think we need to refine this section right here because it's quite dangerous. Like I was telling it to them back way mm. before over the years. And uh, some of the guys were not really, some of the guys were not really saying that, you know, no, no, nobody's going to fall on the ditch. You know, nobody's going to fall on the ditch. You guys, you guys will be good. And uh, uh, what's weird was it never happened. But on that specific day... <laughs> And I was riding inside when he stepped on the brakes. When the, when the, when the, when the, when the, when the student, the, the little guy, stepped on the brakes, the brake pedal went together with the gas pedal. He stepped on it at the same time, which was wow. weird. He stepped on it at the same time. I my my foot was 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 uh, on the passenger seat. I, I tried to really slow the car down with my foot, but since he's stepping on it both at the same time, we actually fell down the ditch. <laughs> yeah, the car whacked, whacked, completely whacked. We fell down the ditch, and it was absolutely funny. It was absolutely funny. So, uh, you know, the guys were, the guy, of course, I mean, when the incident happened, we tried to. Um, the, the boys helped us out. Everybody on the track helped us out. We made sure that the kid was okay. And yeah. when he was out, I was still sitting there in the track. Nobody's <laughs> helping me. You know, I was sitting, I was sitting. Hey, hey, where, 
Hey! Gloves, gloves, and helmet. Gloves, gloves. <laughs> I was like, give me, hey, hey, where's my gloves? <laughs> so I was there sitting like uh, nobody knew that I was there. Not until about like 30 minutes after that they found out I was missing. And somebody came back and I was still sitting there all wet. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, one of the crazy stories. Sorry, guys. I had to like I had no, to Fantastic. share the no, experience. So it's yeah, brilliant. absolutely brilliant. <laughs> now, Sorry, boys. With Sean has joined the chat as well. So a big shout out to Sean, who was one of the main people saying you've got to get Chupa on the show. And now we have, of course, two Asian sensations on today. We've got Danny here as well. Um, now we did get a question earlier on from Miu Miu, um, and uh, it says, "Have you ever taken part in any national competitions? And if so, how have you done in them?" And this is for Danny. Hmm. National competitions, yes. Um, I have taken part in three national competitions. Uh, two of them happened. Um, wait, is it two or three? Wait, sorry, four. But three of them were. It's actually the same competition, just different editions. My first Grand Turismo Sport national competition was the ERGP um, Southeast Asia Twenty Nineteen um, tournament in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Um, it was organized by the one and only Alex Yu, former Formula One driver from Malaysia, who has raced um, in Minardi. What? Teammates yeah, being, yeah. Uh, he was teammates with Fernando Alonso back in the early 2000s. Uh -huh. So, yes, he and his company called Axel uh, Sports organized a competition for on Grand Tourism Sport. And um, back when this was a time when I was really bad in the game, not like now um, competing at the highest level. This uh, that was back then in 2019. I was quite. I wasn't that. I wasn't good. So um, I made it to the national finals of the tournament, um, which was a top 15 at the time. Um, didn't didn't go too well, but my semi-final races were pretty good. Um, this aspect of getting into grips with the game, and I did well in the semi-final races, getting um, two podiums. If I'm not mistaken, I got two. The first race, I got a podium at Seaside in the M6, and the third race was um, was a podium in um, Red Bull Ring in the NSX Group Three. And but the finals didn't go too well because I finished about last, um, near, almost close to last because um, I there was one combo I did not have much practice of, which was Interlagos in the Mercedes Group Three, the AMT Group Three. So. But the other rounds, I just had a bit of bad luck here and there. Hmm. And then the other, the next national tournament I competed in, which they had three, I taken part in three of the editions from 2019 to 2021. It's called the Toyota uh, Gazoo Racing <clears throat> uh, Velocity Tournament. Oh, Toyota yeah. Velocity yeah, yeah. Tournament in Malaysia, held annually since 2018, mm -hmm. where the winner wins about 4,000 pounds equivalent of wow. cash yeah um i've taken part since 2019 and um how to how we qualify for the finals um is that we go to a set of time trials um all toyota cars only mm -hmm. um and yeah i managed to qualify always in like top 10 top 15 um but um here's here's one thing about the national tournaments i i, I and i always see good um 
not doing this is that I don't practice a lot for the NASA tournaments, which I should have been doing more because, um, again, the, the prize pool is quite big. So I, I didn't do too well. Although some of the semifinal races over the years have done quite well. But then when you come to the later rounds, I lose my motivation and focus and I unfortunately crumble. So I, so all the years I've not made it to the finals of the NASA competitions, uh, which is um, for me personally, has been quite embarrassing uh, given that I can compete in the high, in the highest levels of the, um, of international competitions, like the FI Grand Tourism Championships and recently qualifying for the regional Asia regional finals with uh, Chupagetti um, <laughs> over here. However, in terms of national competitions in Malaysia, I um, embarrassingly, I would say that I've not done well. Um, however, in Malaysia, we had some fast drivers as well. Recently, Taj Ayman have, has won the last two Toyota Varsity tournaments and has represented uh, Malaysia in the Toyota um, Gazoo Racing um, regional finals as well, along with the Malaysian uh, contingent with Iqbal Suji as well um, for two years in a row. So I'm, I'm happy for them. They're, they're actually quite fast. So they have my support yeah. in those uh, tournaments as well. Now we had a question here as well um, saying, Danny, that you are the number one uh, sim racer in Malaysia. Is that correct? Um, no. In terms of sim racing, <laughs> no. Um, you know, that if you look at the other uh, platforms like Raceroom and iRacing, there are some fast Malaysians as well um, mm. in um, iRacing. In Raceroom, yes, um, I've been following some of the recent competitions. There's some fast Malaysians there like, like Nakib Aslan. I, I hope I get his name right. Um, racing on the top level of in uh, the Raceroom part of in the racing competitions, like the E1 Championship over there. Um, mm. He has been doing really well, beating... Um, uh, the likes of Alif Hamilton, the Singapore, Singapore's yeah. uh, number one sim racer uh -huh. over there. Um, in Grand Tourism Sport, yes, Stats Ayman is quite fast. Even if he doesn't compete with me or against me in the FI competitions or the Porsche Cup recently, um, he has been very competitive in the uh, TGR regional finals and, and he can set a really fast times if he does time trials whichever account he uses to do time trust in. So um, a lot of respect for Taj Ayman there as well. So um, yeah. some people might say I'm number one, even if I've uh, qualified for the regional finals and um, my successes in um, Grand Tourism Sport in specifically FI competitions, but no, I'm not the, I'm not the outright fastest. Um, yeah. I'm, still, I'm still learning and improving. Oh, that's fantastic. That, that we've got lots of fans here who are certainly supporting you. Now, Sean has asked a good question. He says, ask Danny why he decided to let um, Chipagetti down and make him go for Sipton <laughs> this year. What? <laughs> or, <maybe laughs> what? Or is that for you, Terence? I'll let you answer no, that. No, no, like. no. It's, it's, I, think, I think the question is for Danny. I don't think it's for Danny. It's for Danny. It's for Danny. I don't understand what Sean asked. I don't understand what he asked. It, it sounds like you forced uh, Terence to go for Citroen this year for manufacturers. Is that true? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. 
Is well, that the guarantee you'll be tough? having trouble choosing a manufacturer. And I this was based on my success with, with, with the manufacturer of Citroen. You know, I've gotten uh, 300 points in top shit with the Citroen um, in the high tire races and out drove the group four car in a few combos here and there. Um, so uh, based, did, I was trying to convince him to go to Citroen based off my experience. So I was hoping, um, uh, because I, I, because my parents to teach him how to drive the car, and um, also a few other EMU drivers like Jack Boarding Racing, um, very young talent who went with Citroen as well. Also helping Chupaketi be fast with the Citroen. And um, although he is, um, he's, he's um, getting better still. Um, yeah, it's it's really great to see his progress with Citroen, even if he did not like the handling of both group three and group four actually <laughs> and uh, i was in the uh, discord party with him um doing the if i'm not mistaken doing the suzuka race and he was he was complaining about oh no i'm i'm so slow in this car <laughs> you know but again um we 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 me and jack have been really supportive towards uh, tupaketi in terms of getting his pace up with the citrons whether it be the group three or the group four and uh, to to be fair, yes, we um he has uh, shown to find a bit more pace overall, whether it be qualifying or race pace, and yeah. um we see in the coming rounds how he does, but yeah. uh, it's an upward trajectory yeah. of his skill. Yeah, no. This this will improve his skill more because he's yeah, used no. to driving front wheel drive cars, and yeah. he has um not not much experience with uh mid engine cars like the Citroen, so this will be very helpful for him, and yeah. which is why he went with Citroen. To improve, he wants to improve as a driver, so we are helping him. Excellent. Now we've got Kiras Cart in the chat. It's good to see Kiras. We need to get you back on the show, Kiras. You need to message me when we can get you back on. But you've got a question for Danny. It says, "What's it like dealing with the pressure of being a number one driver?" The pressure. Yes, I do feel a lot of pressure because a lot of people have high expectations, high expectations of me to do well um yes um i i just tend to focus on myself a lot i don't be i don't get too bothered by the pressure um especially when i'm practicing or whatever i just try to improve as much as i can practice practice smart not practice hard and uh so, but yeah I, I the only time i really feel the pressure is when i'm in the actual fi or sport mode um lobby like in the extra points lobby that's when my heart rate goes up and i can i feel the pressure when 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 my heart starts beating out of my chest in qualifying <laughs> that's when i really feel the pressure and most of, and when the race intro comes in and then you get the music and yeah, the grid lines up and then the pressure just keeps going up and up and up and then you'd be like you got to you, you just got to get your mind in the game you know you don't think about anything else you don't think about the pressure as well. You just think, okay, how am I going to get through this race? Just think yeah. about all the practices you have done. Apply what you have um, learned from the practices and just do your best, basically. Yeah. At the now, end of the day, you, if you've done your best, it's good enough. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, going back to you, Chupa, because um, you've got all this race instruction experience, then you're now you're big on Gran Turismo. Um, what you must have thought when you first came to Gran Turismo or, or playing these games alongside racing for real, this this gaming thing must be easy. Were there any big shocks that you had 
um, from going from real racing and instruction to then to gaming? What was that like? Well, well, for me, um, to be honest, I'm not really, I'm not really, um, I didn't have that much difficulty adjusting from real mm -hmm. life to to sim. It's because I before before I became an instructor, I was already in love with video games. So. Yeah. So uh, I was yeah. already playing Gran Turismo like way before um, I even started to have work. So um, it was it was just a good experience for me to be able to at least um, get to experience both uh, you know both sides of the world. Like you get to do sim, you get to do the real thing, and mm. um, you get to in 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 a way try to. Um, replicate what you know in the sim and yeah. put it in real and what you know in real that you can actually put into the sim so it, mm -hmm. it actually works hand in hand although i'm not really the best driver um i'm not even okay so <laughs> so i don't believe I'm just, that yeah i'm just i'm just well i'm just uh just just an average just you know average pleb <laughs> Ah, I don't know if I believe that, but uh, <laughs> but no, that's the thing. That um, well, I mean, the thing is, it's it's it's. Um, oh yes, this is the next question I wanted to ask you. Um, what are your least favorite GT Sport combinations? Oh, least favorite. Mm. Yeah, the ones you hate the most. You cannot Ooh. stand. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. Like you know. I hate Dragon Trail. I don't know if it's just me. I just hate Dragon Trail. Um, that chicane of death is yeah. <laughs> really going to kill you. So I really hate that. Um, I hate the last corner. I, I, I absolutely hate the last corner in Fuji. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. I just, uh, it's, I just it's absolutely camber, hate it. it. Yeah, it's, it's off camber and you have to kind of it, get yeah, it's, curved, it's but, yeah, it's off camber. It has a very late apex. You can do a lot of lines to it, and uh, I just hate it. I don't know why. And <laughs> lastly, I hate Catalonia. It's so hard, you know. It's <laughs> yeah, so it's on quite technical. A lot. It's Group it's three, so technical. Catalonia. Yeah, it's so technical, and uh, it actually it actually separates. I mean, Catalonia actually separates the boys from the men, hmm. if you know what I mean. You know, yeah. and for me, being gay. You know, I'm I'm gay boy men, so I'm on the gay side. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And to be fair, GT Sport has the old um, Catalonia. It doesn't have the new um, GP yeah, circuit. It's the in terms old of version. the, it's got the old because the new one's got a slightly different um, that kind of hairpin left that they had at the far end yeah, yeah, of the yeah. circuit. It's now a bit mm. less, isn't it? Um, but uh, but yeah. So no, you see, I quite like. I love doing things like Mini Coopers um, at Brandsatch. Um, or or Suzuka East, I think they're quite fun because you can just blast away and have a go. Um, yeah. And the front, the front drive stuff is quite fun. But I also I like the Group Four. Group Four is one of my favourite ones, and I'm working on my pace for Group Three, but I've got a long way to go. Um, now, Keith has also asked another funny question for Danny. He says, "When can we expect to see you in FIA Formula Two? Formula Two? Ooh, yes. uh, I think <laughs> I'm too old for for." Um... For Formula Two, let alone real life racing, because if I want to like join Formula Two, I started karting, started from the bottom of motorsport, which we've been karting like uh, 15 years ago. I'm I'm going I'm turning 21 next month, so I'm too old to start any competitive 
uh, single seater racing. I mean, I'm not too old to go for towing cars, um, but I'm not. I'm not physically fit. Um, if you disregard the age factor, I'm. I'm not physically fit. You know, I don't have the stamina. I don't have the, you know, the the build, or or the physical training. No. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, that's a thing. And uh, now, ERM Nick has said, "What is Danny's best car and track combination?" Oh, I I have a few actually. Um, my my, I I have a few favorite track and car combinations. Um, the first one would be Monza Group Four, uh-huh. because I I like Monza is my favorite track in Grand Turismo Sport. Even if I've not uh, done a lot of FIA races there, but Time trial wise, it has been my most successful track in terms of time trial. Mm-hmm. Um, every Monza combo this year, minimum top ten all the time. Wow! Um, yeah, that's pretty good. But Monza Group Four, um, Monza Group Three, and second to last start, Group One, second to last start, Axel Nineteen. Those four are my top four favorite combos of all time in in Gran Turismo Sport because. Those cars, not sorry, not those cars. Those tracks, uh, being um high speed temples of motorsport, Monza being mm. the high speed temple of Formula One, and La Salle being um one of the homes for world endurance racing, and yeah. um I just love the atmospheres at both tracks, um and also the layouts, you know, long straights and uh, heavy braking zones, which allows for great racing, and. Not not just great racing, but even when hard lapping in those tracks, um, if you can nail the chicane, like take the fastest lines and all that, it just feels really good, you know, nailing nailing the chicanes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah those, those those are my favorite corners in um, racing overall. Chicanes, because you can stop on the brakes and just um, find how how much limit you can take on cutting the chicanes. If you mm-hmm. can find the perfect limit, then it feels good has a, yeah. good, a few good feeling ah, it's a real tricky one especially at monza knowing how to get the chicanes right there isn't it it's very very tricky but yeah, uh, i know that's that's a great thing now we've got a few more people who have who have come into the chat we've got chirality it's good to see you we've got dave cam as well now dave cam's a big youtuber lots of eye racing experience we had him on a few weeks ago on a fantastic interview there so it's great to have you on the show and he said i wish i was as fit and young i presume as danny there and uh or perhaps well, stupid as well you know as as, uh, as young and as fit as you guys ready to go out there and race away um but uh but no it's it's fantastic to see everyone coming in to the chat and asking questions that uh, and it's good to see your car and track combinations super what's your favorite um track and car combination my favorite track and car combination i have i don't know probably probably the norge life Probably the Norge Life and um, probably the Samba bus on the Norge Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, everybody's so, going to be. You know, I, won't ask, I won't ask you any questions about stamina and fitness for your Samba bus requirements. No, but, no, uh... no, there's no need. There's no need. Even, even if. We're, you know, even if we're really, really, you know, really, really not as healthy as we, you know, we can all drive it. So, yeah. <laughs> 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 now, that's the thing. 
Now, we, we believe it, we've been talking for over an hour now here live on the Car 7 Race Driver Show with our Asian, Asian sensations. It is, of course, Chupagetti TV and Danny, Danny Racing. So it's great to see you and, and it's fantastic to have you there on both. But if you like all these interviews, is what you've seen already today, then please um, consider subscribing to our channel here at the Hugh Hattrick channel because we've got lots. We've got Super GT, we've got Tidgeney, we've got Dave Cab, we've got Keith Cart, we've got Elias, Rory Alexander, we've had uh, Tidgeney, uh, we have mentioned him twice. We've got uh, racing drivers like David Perel as well and a, a whole host over two years worth of, of fantastic interviews and it's all there if you subscribe to the channel. But uh, to Chippagetti, what would you like to say to your community of very loyal and enthusiastic fans? Um, what do you love about them? What do you hate about them? Well, actually, what I love about them is just them being them. You know, mm. these guys, uh, these guys are just literally just loved me for for the well, all the all the stupid things that I do, and uh, and uh, because of that, I love them back because you know who would who who I mean. I mean, for me as a normal guy, you know, if you're outside of the camera, outside of YouTube, like when you see, a, um, you know, something stupid, I mean, I always love people doing stupid stuff and I, and, and I, and I do the same. So, I mean, I'm more of like a comedian and, mm. uh, and, um, I really just love the stupid and the silly stuff all the time. So it just gets me cracking. So I'm just trying to get back. Uh, give back rather. I'm just trying to give it back to the streams to be, um, well, silly, stupid, funny. And uh, I think that's what, um, I mean, that's what I love about these people that love me back. So, yeah, them yeah. just being them, them just loving me for being me absolutely stupid and crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> now, you've had a request from GT Rebecca. She Ooh, says, sing, she says, yes, sing your song, Chupa. Please sing your song. Sing, sing my song. Which song? It's the Benny Baroka. Benny Baroka. Tis the season, you know? Tis the season. It's November 1st. It's tis the season, you know? <laughs> you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Chupa Getty's coming to town. Yahoo! Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's a world first. A world first on the car. Seven race driver, too. <laughs> they did it. They did it indeed. But, uh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I have to say, from watching your channel in the last wee while, it is very, very amusing and it's very, very funny how you, how you do it and also how you how you keep a straight face to be able to race as well with all of these things going on at the same time is is brilliant. So what do you think it is that, that allows you to be so fast? Because obviously you're winning, you know, you're doing well at competitions and, and, and GT Sports. What's your keys to success, Chuba? Um, again, for, my, for my key, if, if it's anything in for regards racing. with success, um, even if it's in racing, I think, you know, this is the serious troop aside, you know, this is, oh, you hit my meow meow. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> but, but I mean, in, in all seriousness, I mean, um, the key to success for me, even, even in racing, is all the failures that I have. I mm. always look at all my failures and try to find um, 
me looking absolutely gutted and stupid, um, I want to become a better driver because I don't want to see myself when I usually okay, usually I replay the stream after mm -hmm. I stream, like when I'm eating dinner. Um, just try to look at myself, how I drive, especially if I have a bad race. Um, and uh, I try to, I just try to suck up everything, all the failures that I've done, um, and and try to look at like all the all the other alternatives that I can actually look at to be for me to become better. So um, lately, I I think lately I've been too serious. I think mm -hmm. I've been too serious lately on just probably the last two weeks or three weeks. Um, it's because I really want to become better. Like I really want to take my skill like a notch up. And for me to be able to do that, I think um, um, I have to really focus on all the races that I'm doing lately, even though it's just an exhibition series, even though it's just a, you know, a, um, a, some people say that it's, you know, it's just an exhibition series. Why, why do you take it so seriously? You know, I get that. Um, I remember reading that some somewhere in the live stream um, sometime this week or last week, rather. And it's just, you know, if you don't take it seriously, um, if you don't take even the exhibition series seriously, then how would I become better? How would I take my skill like a notch higher? How would I be able to improve all the stupid things that I'm doing on the track? Um, and I think, uh, that's, that's my focus. I mean, for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's to, good to know. And, and yeah, definitely yeah. good, good tips there. Um, to, uh, as for everyone really is to, to learn from your failures and to keep, keep doing it and but also to have fun at the same time, um, which is exactly what your channel is all about. Um, now, in, in, and I think I can a fitting sense of how we can round up the show. We've got a question here from Ernest, who who may not be a, a friend of yours after this question, but uh, you know it says, <laughs> it says zero to sixty on women. Who's faster, oh, Chupa oh, or Danny? Oh, 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 Let's see, let's see Danny's answer. <laughs> wait, what, 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 what is it again? Zero to sixty on women. Who is faster, Chupa or Danny? Oh, zero to sixty. I don't know. I I really don't know. <laughs> zero knows it it it's the question was zero to sixty on women. On oh. women. On women. Not on a car. Not on a game. On women. <laughs> Who's <Zero> faster? <laughs> um I think I would have to say what, 30? I think 30. <laughs> What about you, Chupa? <laughs> what me? I love the women. <laughs> I just love them. Come them. Come to Chupapi. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just love them. I mean, um, if I was if I was given the question if who's faster than women, me or Danny, I think Danny's faster. <laughs> I think Danny's faster. <laughs> That's uh now here's a here's a question that's come up here by one of our uh, uh, moderators. Rue has said, um, "I have a question. 
who is the better singer? Is it Chibagetti or Thea from the Amazons? You may be familiar with with Thea. Have you? Thea. She, Thea. Yeah, she she's um, she's the Amazons. She's a big she's a streamer on on YouTube, and she also sings. She's French, and she she will sing as well. But if you're not familiar with her, um, that's gonna as a close call. I have to say because you both but, have unique styles to your singing. Is she is she is she sexy though? <laughs> I will let you watch. I will let you go and find her channel, and then you can. It would be. It would be. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. That's going to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see her. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, but no, she's very. She's a very good racer. There's a lot of racing on ACC um, on a set of course at Competizione. Uh, I would probably love her. I would marry her. I would. I would. <laughs> I, I think I would. I think I would. I think I would. Oh. I knew you answered that. <laughs> I will, I will, oh, oh my God. But on that note, we've been going for an hour and 10 minutes. We better round up, we better round up the chat before goodness knows where it takes us. But uh, on, the, on the one, but it's been an absolute pleasure to have the two of you, Danny and to, and to Terence Chibagetti, uh, here the Asian sensations. The number one in Malaysia, and I'm sure a, a huge star in the Philippines there with, with Chibagetti TV. Now, if you haven't already signed up to there or subscribed to the channels, the links are in the description along with ours as well. But uh, what would you like to say in closing? I'll start with Chibagetti. What would you like to say to your fans? Um, first and foremost, well, um, of course, I'd like to thank Hugh, of course, none other than Hugh, for having us here on your show. It's a big, big pleasure to be here. Um, I was so happy having all the, with all the conversations that we had here. Um, it was an absolute blast to be here and I'm very, very honored. And to all our viewers, I just hope, you know, you guys would still continue to support us. Um, I just hope that you guys, um, are very entertained about what we do. And, uh, I love you guys. I mean, I really love you. If not for you guys, I wouldn't be here on Hugh's show. So... It's because of you guys. That's why I'm here. So thank you so much. Love you guys. Uh, you're very welcome. Very welcome. And to you, Danny, what would you like to say to your supporters and fans here as well? Yeah, first of all, I have to say that thank, thank you, Hugh, for having me and Chupagetti on the show tonight as well. If it wasn't for Chupagetti asking me a few years ago whether I had to be on the show with you, then I wouldn't be here. So I want to thank uh, Chupagetti as well for, yeah. for, for letting me know. <laughs> And uh, inviting me for, for, for double uh, appearance. And I'd like to thank my fans and supporters, close friends and family for their support um, over the years, um, helping me uh, become the driver I am today and with all the successes that I've had in all the Grand Tourismo competitions I've done. Um, it's, it's, for, it's for you guys. Not just for me, it's just for you guys, uh, for your support and dedication. So massive thank Thank you from the bottom of my heart. No, that's the thing. Now, we, uh, uh, I'll just Blaster Anonymous was quickly saying, um, what was your uh, favourite and least favourite tracks? But you've already answered that. It was Monza and Le Mans were your favourite tracks. Your least favourite yes. track, what was your least favourite? I can't remember, actually. What was uh, Least favourite? Oh, I didn't. I, no one asked me this, so I didn't. Oh, okay. Least favourite track. This is a tough one. Uh, my least favourite track is actually Autopolis. The whole uh -huh. autopolis layer. All oh, right. The the, yeah, the, the the first half of the track is okay. Hence, yeah. autopolis thought is okay. 
but yeah. the rest of Autopolis after the uphill happened, I cannot drive that section. It's no, no matter no matter how how good I am now, I cannot drive that section. It's just impossible. I'm I, I'm so bad at that section of track. The last sector, I cannot drive for the whole Autopolis. I cannot. I'm I'm not good there. That's my oh. least favorite track. <laughs> well, that's I think all the questions answered that we have here. But look, it's been fantastic to have you both on the show. Stay on the line as we close it. But to everyone who's watching, and we have Bracing One, Bracing Racing uh, on Thursday at 9 o'clock, so make sure you don't miss that. Uh, he'll be our next guest this Thursday coming. But uh, it's fantastic to have you on the, on the show tonight. And to everyone watching, you've been watching the Car Simon Race Driver Show. And our famous motto is, drive fast and try not to crash. And if you do, you might just win the race at the first corner. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.